Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Week 17 of the NFL season getting underway today. Man, oh man, happy New Year's. Happy New Year's Eve. Well, it feels weird to say that at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, wrapping up 2023 <laughs> with the black and gold. Steve, how are you doing this morning? Hanging in there, uh, getting back into, I guess, a no- trying to get back into a normal flow of things after a busy holiday weekend. Hope everybody enjoyed their uh, Christmas holiday and had a great time. And now back to focusing on black and gold football. It seems like forever. It really has been forever since we've had a Saints game. Yeah, uh, it's been 11 days. <laughs> it's been like the mini buy, right? Like like Bobby was talking about. Uh, you know, a mini buy. You're supposed to feel a little bit extra rested heading into this matchup after playing a Thursday night football game, where you just kind of got clobbered by the Rams early on. Never really responded until late, uh, too little, too late, so to speak, against Los Angeles, which now almost puts you out of the wild card race. Effectively, um, <laughs> you need a lot of need, help there, right? So, I mean, you're kind of just focusing on the South at this point and what needs to happen. We'll reemphasize this multiple <laughs> times throughout the show. I'm sure, right? You need to win out, and you need the Bucks to lose out. That includes the Bucks losing a Week 18 matchup against the lowly Carolina Panthers. But anything's possible in the NFL. Yeah, and Carolina has looked like the since the they've looked better since the Saints game. Actually, Bryce has been a lot more accurate. Um, I don't know if he's gotten. Oh yeah, he was bad in that game against the Black and Gold. For oh sure. yeah, but I mean, beating the the Falcons, that was mostly on Desmond Ritter. And that terrible late interception <laughs> that ended up allowing the costing him the, yeah, uh, his job too. Uh, yeah, effectively. And I mean, I think he might be done uh, with the Falcons. They're going to be looking for a new quarterback this upcoming year, or maybe I don't know. Uh, Taylor Heineke might be the guy that can somehow swing it, but we'll see. No, a lot of the rumor mills are ready. What if you know you could play the what if game? Russell Wilson ends up in Atlanta. We that, <laughs> that's an entirely different situation. That's a mess. Right. What, oh, what's going on with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson? But yeah, Payton's been getting a lot of criticism for folks the ways he's handled obviously their situation in Denver. It's a pretty sticky, ugly mess over yeah, there. It's not even just him. It's like the front office as well. Like right. they told him that he would be benched so they didn't have to pay <laughs> some kind of injuries like guarantee or something like that. That is as messy as it gets out there in, in Denver. But I mean, if you're looking at this situation right now, it's it gets pretty simple with the Panthers needing to win in Week 18, and you needed to beat both Tampa Bay this weekend and then the Dirty Birds next weekend. Right. The only thing, as you hear Saints coaches, players, and we'll get to some of our Saints sound bank later on, uh, Derek Carr, uh, Cam uh, Cam Jordan, I almost said Cam Newton, uh, Jordan Howden, Juwan Johnson, Chris Olave. You know, the Panthers that, on the brain. Yeah, they, they've just got to focus on what they can control right now, and that's obviously trying to beat the Buccaneers a team that is going for their third consecutive NFC South title with a victory today. And fifth consecutive win. 
Oh, yeah, it's, it's hard gotten, to believe that this team, uh, you see with Tampa, how they started out, and all of a sudden the team now going for a fifth straight victory. We were, were hoping that the Saints would have this kind of luck. They got they caught fire in December. I mean, they caught fire at the right time. They opened as two-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Actually, I think they started as three-point favorites, and the jump from two-and-a-half to three and then three to three-and-a-half is gigantic in the sports betting world. It's dropped down to two-and-a-half, so I guess some money's been coming on the Saints. I don't really necessarily know why. Maybe it's the extended break that they've had from Thursday Night Football against the Rams. They had a little bit of extra time to rest and get prepared for this matchup. Um, but yeah, it's it's currently two and a half point favorites with the Buccaneers in this matchup, who are eight and seven on a four game winning streak, looking to potentially get to five. And then if they can beat down the Panthers in Week 18, they'd be entering the postseason on a six game winning streak. Unreal. So whoever loses that, and it is up for contention right now, the NFC East between Philadelphia and Dallas is going to have to travel to Tampa Bay and face that red hot Buck squad. So good luck. Well, we saw the uh, Dallas Cowboys have another controversial ending to one of their games yesterday. They get a victory over the Detroit Lions, and yeah, who knows exactly what, what happened there. Uh, it, it appeared that the Lions had their offensive tackle reporting eligible. and There's so much video on, on that, on that like, just sequence, I guess you could say. I mean, so, Taylor Decker, the left tackle, yeah. goes towards the head referee, Brad Allen, and then, like, the right tackle is also there. And Allen's explanation for the entire thing was that the right tackle was the one that, that reported to him, and it wasn't. So it's just, I don't know. It, it's a very strange scenario. Uh, Dallas ends up sneaking out a win on what would have been, you know, a two-point conversion for Detroit. And then Dan Campbell play call too. He keeps going for it. <laughs> yeah, he that was the thing. That, for it. Like, and I know I think a lot of folks were screaming at the TV, just take the points. Just take the extra point. I was texting Mike because <laughs> Mike and I both had, and we're going to talk to Mike in a little bit here. Mike and I both had Dallas minus five and a half in our weekly pick six. Yeah. And we were so fired up when they hit that field goal to go up seven late. We're just like, yes, they're going to backdoor cover. And then we got backdoor covered <laughs> by Detroit scoring that touchdown and it's just like, okay, if you take the extra point, we go into overtime, and there's still a chance that Dallas right. covers five and a half. Doesn't happen. They end up trying to go for two, and they lose the game. No, Dan Campbell, for whatever reason, definitely had it in his brain that we're going for it no matter what. It was no How, how close or far they were for that two-point conversion. We're going for the win here. Yeah, so shout-out to Ian Ozan. Just sh- shot me a text as well. The jumbo package end was also uncovered, so it was an illegal formation, too. It was in just an overall cluster. Ugh. So, yeah, it was a mess of an ending, uh, absolutely. But if you're looking at, uh, you, you know, that kind of playoff scenarios there, you could potentially see now Detroit end up being the three seed in the NFC and then if, you know, I'm just kind of speculating yeah. what's going to happen in the final two weeks. If the Rams stay where they are at the sixth seed, Matt Stafford's return to Detroit in the first round of the NFC playoffs. Wow. That'd be fun. Yeah, right now, obviously, we're focused on a noon start here. Going to come up, be coming up on WWL Saints Radio. Uh, looking at the injury report heading into this week, uh, I don't think it was any surprise seeing that Ryan Ramchek was going to be out for this game. Uh, yesterday, though, the team uh, putting out with their transactions that he was placed on injured reserve. So we know we won't have him for this game or next game. Uh, obviously, Ramchek season uh, over with dealing with the knee issue, uh, something that a lot of folks have been talking about too. Twenty nine years old, I think, and this de- degenerative knee injury is what it's being called, and that's always concerning. Obviously, for a guy on the offensive line, you care, you uh, really count on, 
and you don't want to hear something that is degenerative at 29 years old. It's gonna, it's only going to get worse for him. Yeah, isn't it that he doesn't have like much cartilage at all in his knee? Right, which is just not what you want to hear at all. <laughs> I, like, it, I was talking to Mike about this back on Thursday. It kind of reminds me of what happened to David Bakhtiari for the Packers. Okay, like how he was a former All Pro left tackle, and then he just had knee issues that that ended basically his last two seasons. Um, you hope that it's not that way with Ram. I mean, he's such a pillar on this offensive line for the black and gold. We've Easily. been seeing him getting rest every single Wednesday to try and that they're trying to help manage that knee, and it just it's, it, it it's ended up being too up. much at the end of the season. Right. So we'll see what happens with that in the off season. And you know, Ramage has come out and talked to the media, says he still has a lot to play for and, and stuff like that. He still has you know gas in the tank. He's just got to figure this thing out in the off season. So. We'll keep our fingers crossed for sure. Another Saints player dealing with a knee injury that's out, Lonnie Johnson Jr. at safety. Uh, questionable for the black and gold. There's quite a few guys. Uh, Lou Headley and Alvin Kamara popped up late with an illness. I did see, I believe it was the NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reporting early this morning that Alvin Kamara is expected to go today. Thank yeah. goodness they're going to need him against Tampa today. Also questionable, uh, Peyton Turner still dealing with that toe. Uh, he still hasn't come off of uh, the re- injured reserve yet. Uh, has been practicing with the team though. He's not. He's not playing though. No, it's, no, it's, he won't be playing. Uh, questionable. Also, Kendry Miller, the running back, and uh, defensive end Isaiah Foskey, two rookies. There, we're obviously hoping to see get some more playing time uh, for them under their belt. Uh, Kendry Miller. Uh, another guy that's been a little bit of a, a disappointment this season just because hasn't been able to stay on the field. Him and Isaiah Foskey, it feels like the past few weeks. I, I mean, they've, they've been on that injury report, not practicing, and now, you know, they're in limited action occasionally. But, yeah, Kendra Miller, uh, definitely when you picked him at a TCU or picking him because he didn't have a lot of tread on the tires, he hasn't really seen much action at all this season. Uh, former been a third, few flashes. That's former third-round yeah. pick, but, I mean, you haven't really just seen him. It's a little bit unfortunate because he did have a couple injuries in T- at TCU, not many. I think it was really one major injury that he suffered at the end of his TCU career that kept him out like the national championship game and stuff like that. Uh, but you, you just haven't seen him in his rookie season with the black and gold. It's been a little bit disappointing for sure. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have five players that they've listed as out for the game. Uh, defensive tackle Mike Green, wide receiver Rakeem Jarrett, uh, tight end Coquift and uh, two big, pretty significant names here: cornerback Carlton Davis and outside linebacker Shaq Barrett. Yeah, Carlton Davis saw that Mike Thomas wasn't playing. He's just like, <laughs> all right, I'm not either. <laughs> well, I, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Shaq, Shaq Barrett is another really big name. He's he was a formerly great pass rusher for this Buccaneer squad. So um, that's that's one last pass rusher you got to deal with today. We're going to get more into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when we get back from the break, talking to Mike Dottilli, get into his scouts notebook, uh, get in, in some info on a few players, especially, man, oh, man, a guy in quarterback, Baker Mayfield, nobody expected to have this kind of resurgence this season. Everyone kind of wrote, wrote off the Bucks when they signed him and was like, you know what, this team's just going to be uh, tanking for one of the top picks in the draft and going after a quarterback. Now, who knows? They end up signing Baker to a multi-year deal. Uh, he could be their guy next season. I don't see why uh, Tampa Bay would move on for him, but we'll talk more to Mike Dettelier about the Buccaneers and some of their players when we get back right here on First Take right on WWL Saints Radio. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's a chilly morning here in New Orleans. Hopefully things are better for the black and gold out in Tampa Bay today as they get ready to take on the Bucks in Raymond James Stadium. That's a noon kickoff coming up here on WWL Saints Radio. Happy to welcome into the radio huddle on first take Mike Dettelier. Mike D's Notebook brought to you by the Thibodeau Regional Health System. First of all, Happy New Year's Eve, Mike. How's it going? Happy New Year's Eve to you, Steve. Uh, everything's going well. Uh, looking at this matchup, uh, the first time around, Baker and Mayfield did a number on this Saints squad and uh, had, has had issues during the early part of the season. But man, oh man, obviously has led this team down their stretch of uh, really coming alive and becoming uh, one of the hotter teams in the NFC, at least. Uh, they're going for their fourth victory today. And a big key for Baker has been holding on to the football. And uh, just, I uh, hate to say it, just been impressed with the guy because everybody kind of wrote him and this Buck squad off at the beginning of the year. Yeah, no question about it. And he's been the best quarterback in the uh, NFC South. Right. <laughs> that's why they in first place. And that's why they on the verge of winning, you know, uh, the third straight NFC South title. It's been because of him. <laughs> you know, you, can, you can't cut it any other way. Uh, everybody's pretty much the same. But it's Mayfield that's been the difference maker and, uh, man, I had to find it a little bit, but I knew uh, he had come to Manning. Uh, we had spent some time, and uh, I posted it on my Twitter site. It's uh, from a few years back. Uh, and uh, you could tell, man, he was a competitor and a tough guy. He could make all the throws. He's a bit of a gunslinger. And, man, that controversial pick that year where he was the first overall pick in the draft by the Browns, um, Got him to the playoffs, but then it started to head down hill after that. And then he goes to Carolina. It didn't work out for him there. He had that memorable Thursday night game with the Rams where what he had uh, maybe uh, 10 hours of uh, work with uh, uh, Sean McVay and right. they ended up winning. And then, you know, they he signs in the offseason uh, a one-year $4 million contract with, I think, $2.6 million in uh, bonus money. He didn't cash that in. But for $6.6 million to get you a starting quarterback in the NFL today, Steve, that's pretty good uh, trade-in. And he, he's done his job. He, he really, really has. and Plays with a lot of confidence. And he's not a runner. He'll run if he has to. He's more of a scrambler to buy himself some time. And he's got a really nice, quick delivery right off the top. Uh, and for a guy who's not real tall, 
he doesn't get a lot of passes uh, batted down uh, at the line of scrimmage, and uh, he, he knows how to find a hot guy. And they got a couple of them with Rashad White and Mike Evans. Rashad White was actually the one I was going to bring up to you first, Mike. I mean, a guy that's having a Pro Bowl type of season. You, we've talked about it, seventh in the league in, in scrimmage yards, uh, both catch, catching the ball and rushing the ball, obviously. Second-year player, third-round pick out of Arizona State, a guy that's really kind of taken the lead role, lead back role in Tampa Bay and just run with it. Yeah, Charlie, uh, that's a good point. Uh, he's um, uh, This is when he was at Arizona State. Herm Edwards did a coaching clinic, and I remember him making the comment that Rashad White reminded him, and I think he meant style-wise, not talent, he, he, but style – of Marcus Allen. Whoa. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> uh, that's pretty impressive. But when you see him, he is a kind of tall, uh, almost like a cowboy riding in the all westerns, man, he's high in the saddle. And he gives you a big area to hit, but you don't get a lot of shots at him. And he is quick to hit the hole, then he's through. He's got good run vision. He's got some kick uh, after he get, clears the line of scrimmage. He runs hard between the tackles. Really great receiver coming out of the backfield. So the similarities are that that's, I think, what he meant. His style of play is similar to Marcus Allen. And he's really come along since the early part of the season. I didn't think their running game was that good early. It is now. And they sort of pound away at you with Rashad White. And then we, he loves you to sleep. Okay, they run the football, and then they swoop him out off the sides on the backfield, and he catches the ball. And he's dangerous uh, out in the open field. But, uh, man, he has really flourished in this offense. And I get now the Marcus Allen comparison style-wise because they are similar. Uh, if you look at them, uh, now Marcus is a little bit taller, but their style of running, their ability to catch the football, they're not maybe the fastest guy out on the field, but there's just something about them uh, being able to make the first man miss. Now, last week, if you saw the game, Jacksonville tried to take him out running. Where he made a big difference as a receiver. And I think they should, they put so much emphasis on trying to stop the run, and they could just ate them up throwing the football. So Rashad White's been terrific, and as you pointed out, only six guys in the NFL have more total yards from scrimmage than Rashad White on football jeopardy. Ain't a lot of people getting that one right. It's a Pro Bowl season, Mike, for sure. No question. Uh, sticking with the offense, Mike, a guy that we're used to being able to shut down in Mike Evans, but the problem is no Marshawn Lattimore today for the black and gold. And, man, oh, man, Evans is having one of those uh, type of seasons, leading the NFL right now, 13 receiving touchdowns. He had uh, two grabs uh, in the end zone last week, and I know he's going for his fifth in a row at home with a touchdown catch. Uh, Saints secondary is going to have their work cut out trying to slow him down. Yeah, he's a good pain in the butt yeah. to cover because <laughs> he's six foot five plus, uh, you know, tall, lengthy guy. 
Uh, you don't think he's fast until he takes them two steps, <laughs> and then he kind of pulls away from you. Uh, and you write about it. It used to be the matchup we all talked about. We love to watch because there was always friction right. between him and Lattimore. I guess the best term, man, they got under each other's skin. And next thing you know, they throwing punches and pushing and shoving and everything else. But no Lattimore today. And I think you're going to have to bracket him. You cannot leave him out on an island one-on-one. If that's the case, Baker is just going to continually wear you out going there. So I think you're going to see some bracket coverage on Evans. He's done this for a long time, you know, and he's he's a Hall of Fame receiver. Pro Football Hall of Famer is what you watch in 10 straight years of over 1,000 yards receptions. Uh, he is difficult to cover in the red zone because of his size. But it's also his big playability. Still at his age. Here's the crazy little thing about it. When he came out of high school, he almost committed to Tulane. Really? He was almost going to be a, a guy. He was going to be a green wave guy. Huh. And right at the last moment, uh, Texas A&M comes in because one of their top recruits at wide receiver bailed out on them. And he was a, a, a beat choice for them. They came in with a scholarship offer, uh, but he had not verbally committed to Tulane. But he that's where he was going to go. And right at the last minute, he signs up with Texas A&M. And he ends up with Manziel. That pretty good combination there for a while. Yeah, it worked out on both sides for sure, Mike. Uh, switching over to the defensive side of the ball, Levante David, I mean, a veteran in this league. He's been in the league for like 10 years. And, I mean, and we talked with Roy Cummings last week, and he said that this guy is just having a complete renaissance this year. I mean, he tested free agent markets. He didn't get much interest. He came back uh, to stay under Todd Bowles' tutelage on defense. And the, the north-to-south stuff where he can rush the passer and get after the quarterback – I mean, he's a weapon for them defensively. Even as a 33-year-old, I think he's top 15 in the NFL in solo tackles this year as a linebacker, but he's also added a couple, like, four-and-a-half sacks as well. Uh, Levante David just having an outstanding year. Charlie, there's only three other players in the NFL that has more tackles for losses at his age. I mean, and I've always had the utmost respect for Levante. Uh, I'm not sure he gets in the Pro Football's Hall of Fame. But if they had a pro football hall of very good, he'd be in it. <laughs> Man, he can play. And it's just his range, his speed, his quickness, his ability to get up the field and make a play. He is not a very big guy for a linebacker. But, you know, when he came in, okay, the trend was to have these kind of king-sized linebackers playing outside. He was the exception to the rule. And now they all sort of look like Levante. They all look like big safeties. And that's what Levante is. But his smarts, his instincts, how much he puts into this game, uh, his film room work, he sort of works on different things that he feels comfortable with that puts him in the right position out on the field. Such a smart player, instinctive player. But it's his hard work and his dedication to his craft. He's also very good in the coverage part of the game when they've asked him to do that. But he has always been an up-the-field, 
get after the running back, quarterback, who's ever got the football, and he rarely takes a false step. Okay, a lot of times guys can do it faster, but there's hesitation. They don't know exactly where to go. That ain't the case with Levante. He knows where to go. And ever since, you know, he came out of Nebraska, he has been really one of the best linebackers in the National Football League. And, again, if you saw him on the street, you would say, and you playing linebacker? He's not a real big guy. But he kind of was the first of the renaissance linebackers you see today. And that they're six foot, six one, two twenty five, two thirty, 230, but they can run like hell. And he can and he comes to play with a kind of nasty demeanor each and every week. Man, he takes it out on you. So he's not, he came in as the exception to the rule, and now you look in the NFL, all the outside linebackers, unless you play a 3-4 defense, they look all like Levante now. Great career, and, and what a year he's having so far uh, for the Buccaneers. Mike, another young guy on that team that's been causing havoc year one, uh, third round pick. You hate to see when your you know division rival ends up hitting win the, in the NFL draft on a young guy. And you look at a, a, a Yaya Diaby, man, oh man, really impressive rookie season. Uh, just what was your scouting report initially on him? Okay, when he he is from Georgia Military College, he, he grew up in Georgia. And I had to get Bobby to explain exactly where his high school was. And it's, it's right near the airport in Atlanta. So, I mean, because Atlanta's a big city. And uh, he came out of there, went to Georgia Military uh, College, and then hit the transfer deal and went to uh, Louisville. Right off the bat, you could see he had some skill set as a pass rusher. He was a bit of a one-trick pony. He was a speed, get off the line, and then beeline to the quarterback. Where I've seen him make, well, two things have jumped out at me. One, he's put on some weight. Because at Louisville, I doubt that second number when he got on the scale was a four. I think he was more in the 235, 238 area. I don't think he was 240. And he put on about 25 pounds uh, to his frame. He's physically gotten stronger. And now what you see is this move, counter move to beat his guy up front. Because in the NFL, they figure out what you can do well. And if you're a one-trick pony, they try to take away that trick. Okay? They try to take that completely away. And now he's come up with a couple of counter moves uh, to beat that offensive tackle. He leads the league in quarterback sacks for rookies. Now, think about all those guys that got picked ahead of him. Yeah. But he is the leader. Uh, and the Saints played the guy, Byron Young, who was his teammate at Georgia Military. He's second in the league with the Rams. <laughs> so, Yaya has really come on well. And I love to see a guy that really hones in on his technical skills. And that's the big difference when he uh, from him at Louisville. I always liked him because of his speed and his quickness off the edge, I wondered how he would handle the physical part of the game because he wasn't a heavy guy. But he got some weight on him, but it's his technical work. I don't know who he worked with, but, man, they did a great job with him. Right. And his speed and what I call counter-counter-punch move, 
to get off that block and get into the backfield. And I'm telling you, once he gets off that uh, initial block, you got troubles because his ability to get from point A to point B is so fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is really fast. Uh, that That's a, a speed move more than a quick move. And he's been impressive so far for him. And you look at that front line that they have, when you've got that big man in the middle in Vita Vey, uh, they got plenty of catch trying to block him. And so Yaya gets a lot of one-on-one shots up the field, and he's been able to beat them uh, over the last five or six weeks. Had a really impressive stretch now. Uh, now, he's played a lot of games, much more than he's played in college. Let's see if he can continue that down the stretch. And But, man, he's a great athlete, and he has gotten physically bigger, but it's his technique work. Uh, Derek Carr better be careful because that guy, he comes in real fast, and also he's a very aggressive guy. When he pops you, he hits you with everything he's got. Mike, last one for you defensively. I mean, you talk about, like, Jeopardy questions. One of those, if you're talking about the teams leading the NFL in turnover differential, I mean, Baltimore makes a lot of sense. But They're one of the best teams in the NFL. They got one of the best records in the AFC. They're going to be fighting with Miami today to kind of seal up that one seed, so to speak. Uh, Pittsburgh being there is also a little bit surprising, but Pittsburgh's known for having great defenses. Tampa Bay up there at plus 10 with those with Pittsburgh and Baltimore and the AFC North. A big part of that this year has been their ability to not only protect the ball, also take it away. They did it four times to Jacksonville just this past weekend, so that added a plus four, which obviously gets you up to plus 10. Antoine Winfield Jr., the safety for them, has been outstanding with uh, forcing turnovers as well this year. Three interceptions, five forced fumbles, Mike, is the stat that sticks out to me the most. It's tied for second in the NFL. And then on top of that, he's also a good tackler with 68 solo tackles, and then he also has the passes defense as well as a safety. So I just want to get your thoughts on this guy. He just seems like a do-it-all player in the secondary for Tampa Bay. Charlie, two things makes me believe that I'm getting older in this life. One, when Junior, I get out of yeah. bed, uh, sometimes that's a little <laughs> bit of a crick and a crack uh, when I get out. And secondly, I scouted Antoine Winfield's dad coming out of college. There you go. So, you know, when you start scouting the sons uh, and then the grandsons and everything else, but uh, just like his dad, he's not the biggest guy in the world, super smart, great instincts, uh, and he has become a bit of Luke Keekly, but in the secondary. Wow. More than one quarterback has made that comment. They break the huddle, and then they come up to the line of scrimmage, and he's calling the plays back at him. Yikes. And then he's like, uh-oh. <laughs> Man, because he, he knows this game inside out. I mean, ever since he's been a little kid, he's been around the game. He gets it. He's Again, he's not a very big guy. He's five nine. He's a playmaker. If it's a forced fumble, if it's an interception, if it's a pass knockdown, and you say, "Man, that little guy, he ain't tackling me one on one downfield," until he does, he is a very sure open field tackler. Now, I know one thing: he ain't two hundred pounds. Okay, okay, they list him at that, but he ain't no two hundred pounds. Uh, he's that second number is definitely a nine. He's a one ninety something player, but it's his smarts, his instincts, and again, similar to Levante, he understands what you're doing as well as you do. That that's rare in this league. We had Drew Brees, 
tell us about how Keekley would yell back the plays as soon as they came up to the line of scrimmage. Well, more than one quarterback has mentioned Antoine Winfield Jr. does the exact same things. So, hey, just think if you're a quarterback and, man, you go through this deal, you go to the line of scrimmage, and you got a defensive player telling you the plays. That that goes to show you this cat, he plays at a different level. And he knows what to do, but he gets his teammates to understand what they're supposed to do. Because not everybody knows what they're supposed to do on every play. Okay, that's a misnomer. That, oh, man, they're professionals. They know what to do on every play. And Antoine makes sure that he cuts down on a lot of those mental mistakes uh, by the Bucks secondary people. A great little player, really is. And you talk about outliers, and I don't think you can build teams totally on outlier players, but they got two guys that when they came into this league, they were outlier players. One's Levante David, and then the other one's Antoine Winfield Jr. And look how good both those guys are. I mean, he's, he's great to watch out on that football field because he is so talented. But also, he don't make any mistakes. I mean, he is, he's got you beat on the mental level. Mike D., always appreciate the insights, my man. Be talking to you more on the Bud Light Countdown to kickoff. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Y'all take care. Thanks, that, Mike. That's Mike D.'s Notebook brought to you by the Thibodeau Regional Health System. We'll be back with even more First Take right after the break here on WWL. Who that? Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get a in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Back here on First Take, our Oakland Heart Jewelers Rolex time check. Three hours and ten minutes till a noon start. Raymond James Stadium, New Year's Eve. New Orleans Saints taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a spot in the playoffs. Still on the line for the black and gold. Just got to win, baby, to stay alive right now. I know everybody's uh, interested in all the scenarios, and obviously we know Saints need to win out. Uh, Tampa Bay needs to lose in the finale to the Carolina Panthers is the easiest path for the Saints. Uh, They'll end up taking the division there. Uh, So right now, you just got to focus on winning today to stay alive. They got no help last week. (laughs) Oh, man, it was terrible, right? none last week. I mean, the AFC South made their case for being the worst (laughs) division when they got smacked by two (laughs) NFC South teams with the Colts and the Jaguars getting killed by both Atlanta and, and Tampa Bay, which once again goes back to Bobby's age-old point of it matters when, when you play, you play someone, right? When we played, when the Saints played the Jaguars, they looked like contenders in the AFC. And now they've lost like what four, four straight, in a row. exactly. And, and and so they were limping into Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay smoked them. So I mean, it, I mean, it wasn't even close. Four turnovers, they won. What was it, thirty to twelve? It, and it was more convincing than that somehow. So yeah. Tampa Bay, you know, they're red hot now too. So you're playing them on a four game winning streak instead of playing them when they were losing all those games in the middle of the season. Uh, but our our coworker, our co our coworker Jeff Nowak put this tweet out uh, talking about a quick reminder: there are only four games that matter to the Saints' playoff hopes. I'm gonna throw a fifth in there as well, just because you never. You always want the Falcons to lose. They're playing in Chicago. <laughs> Chicago is three-point favorites in that matchup. Obviously, the Saints need to win today against the Buccaneers. The Steelers, we're, we're rooting for a Steelers win at Seattle. The Rams are playing at New York. The Giants, we'll see if Tyrod Taylor, I think, is now the quarterback there, if he can get it done versus Yeah, the Los passing Paisan got whacked. Uh, that's another team that's playing really well, though, is the Rams. So we'll see what happens there. I think they're six-point favorites in New York, but um, we'll see if the Giants sure looks scary on Thursday night football again. Pull us. off an upset. And then <laughs> Sunday night football. Uh, the Packers at the Vikings. Um, just looking at that Packers Vikings matchup, whichever team wins tonight, you want to lose in Week 18 as well. I think the Vikings play the Lions in Week 18, uh, and the Packers play obviously the Bears, their NFC NFC North opponent as well. So uh, I think you root technically for the Vikings to win tonight at home, and then have both teams lose in Week 18. Uh, you, you need a couple teams to lose out, basically, if you're going to have a shot at the wild card. But that also includes you winning out by beating both not only the Buccaneers this weekend, but the Falcons next weekend as well. So you keep a couple scenarios alive, even if Tampa Bay – well, I mean, even if Tampa Bay wins in Week 18 versus Carolina to lock up the NFC South, you still need a couple teams in that wild card race to lose out uh, and the Saints to win out to potentially – wild card spot's very, very slim to none, but it's still technically alive. Going to delve into our Saints Sound Bank next hour. Definitely hear from Cam Jordan, uh, quarterback Derek Carr, safety Jordan Howen, uh, also Juwan Johnson, Chris Olave. Uh, try to get as much as we can in there as the black and gold get ready to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's a noon start, Raymond James Stadium. Uh, going to be a tough one for this black and gold squad. Looking to get off to Schneid for sure after a rough outing against a Rams squad where the secondary just got torched 
by uh, Matt Stafford, Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup, and we know that that's this Tampa Bay Buccaneers squad has a lot of weapons as well for Baker Mayfield at his disposal, and no Marshawn Lattimore today. So who is going to be shadowing Mike Evans? We'll be back with more of First Take right after the break here on WWL. Wrapping up the first hour of First Take here on WWL. Going to take a little bit of a detour. We'll mention in the Pelicans. Got a big game tonight, obviously, taking on the Lakers in the Smoothie King Center. Uh, some big news yesterday for the Pels and fans. Uh, the team and great television, the parent company of Fox 8, announced a deal to televise 10 games of the NBA's uh, slate for the uh, Pels this season. Uh, that'll start uh, with January 12th, a game at Denver. And so they're going to be uh, 10 games on the Fox champs, 8. Huh? Uh, exciting news. I know a lot of people complaining about the what access that Bally Sports has for Bally everyone. Terrible. Uh, so uh, the Pelicans getting on some television that you know folks can see uh, on Fox 8, uh, 10 games coming up in the new year, which is great news. But also the reach in the Gulf South. It's not just going to be Louisiana. No, exactly, I mean, right. It's, it's Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. So uh, it's, it's a great chance for them to grow their fan base. Uh, with the Pelicans, just as long as they don't, get into close games like let's see some blowout <laughs> wins right let's get people really fired up because it gets to crunch time i mean they won that game against the jazz in crunch time but they have not been good in those situations this year we'll get back more into saints versus tampa bay buccaneers a noon kickoff right here on wwl saints radio coming back with more first take after the break here on wwl why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50 plus Receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.